I'm back. No, I've been here all the time. Tim's with with us. You've seen Tim a few times. He's he's over in London. He's a professional inventor. He's been doing this for a long time, folks. Tim, when did you start inventing? I mean, you were in school when you were inventing, weren't you? Yeah, I was doing my uh, A-levels. So I guess I must have been 16, 17 years old when I... It happened to be that the examiner for my um, A-levels was on the patent board and he, he encouraged me to apply for a patent for my design technology project. So okay. yeah, a number of years. Yeah, and what happened, you came up with, um, you actually came up with a, 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 an invention that actually changed the industry, didn't you? It did, yeah. It's, it's just as surprising to, any, uh, to myself as anyone else. Um, it's a shoe and it's called Vivo Barefoot. And it really just started out because I needed a different kind of shoe to overcome a sports injury. I, I love playing tennis. And when I was a teenager, I used to play tennis every day. I twisted my ankles maybe like a dozen times. And I just really felt like the shoes that I was wearing, all the tennis shoes on the market were, were not right for me. And I wanted something that was very thin um, to help me with my footwork and help me overcome this injury. And yeah, one thing led to another and I ended up licensing it. And changing a whole category that that product sells around the world, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's I, I was driven by my own personal need, but it turned out that other people have similar problems with, with footwear. So, we, I mean, we launched this product in 2003, and the first few years were very quiet, very modest. And then around about 2011, um, we had some, you know, amazing marketing with a, a book called Born to Run that came out. And suddenly a spotlight was thrown onto this whole category and a lot of companies jumped on board and made, okay. you know, their version of the barefoot shoe. Um, and it, yeah, it, it's really developed a very loyal following. And now, um, you know, the product is selling better than ever. Well, congratulations. That's a big deal. Did you expect that at such a young age, you'd get a hit right out of the gate? <laughs> no. And it's one of those things that like all the, you know, other students, the, the tutors at the college, no one was really, you know, pointing at that product saying it was going to be that big a hit. And I didn't expect it either. I mean, my major aim was to overcome my own injury. And yeah, so it's a surprise. I mean, I don't think you can really predict things like this. I don't think you can either. So, Tim, when I first met and we we met over in, I think it was... Um... Northern Ireland too, haven't we? We, we met back then and, and we've known yeah. each other for a long time. And I remember when you first signed up for InventRight and um, I knew about your product. It was a hit and you were collecting royalties for years and good big royalty checks. And I asked you, um, Tim, why would you bother with us? I mean, what could we possibly do for you? You know how to do this. You're a pro. So why did you join InventRight? Yeah, well, I mean, I was reading One Simple Idea and the way that you were describing licensing was fantastic and you were having a great time doing it. And I thought, you know, there's something for me to learn because my all of my licensing experience is very narrow, whereas with what you have is just this very broad, you know, experience. You have so many students that come through and I wanted to really enjoy the process and really feel like I was a professional at it. 
Um, licensing is not taught on any design degree that I know of, or maybe maybe you teach on one now, but um, yeah, my design degrees didn't even cover the subject. So uh, that was that was one major thing. And additionally, I think you know, as a as a profession, you know, as a design student, you get taught how to design something from concept right the way through to a manufactured product. And in some ways, it's best to let the licensee take care of a lot of that development because you're putting too much risk into one idea if you develop it all the way through. So it really took something for me to, to let go of all the detailed design. And that's like that's what InventRight you know, helped me with. And in order to show as many products as possible, you really have to just come up with something, get it to a point where you've got some really good marketing and a good rendering, okay. and then you just you just pitch it. And that's that's quite quite um, difficult to do for someone who's a you know design student, design graduate. Yeah, because you're um, you've been taught to worry about all the little details, haven't you? Oh yes. And not focus on the big benefit of the idea first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're not alone. Tim, a lot of people, a lot of people do that. So, um, yeah. how long have we known each other now for? Um, okay, so I I joined InventRight. I think it was uh, six years ago, and then okay. I think you were over in Northern Ireland, like maybe four years ago, yeah. something like that. Sure, right. something like well, that. I, I still I still enjoy our conversations very very much because I agree with you. You um, you have to keep learning. I'm still learning too, and. It's exciting. In fact, it's more exciting today for me than it ever really has. Looking back, it's always been great, but now it's even, it's exploding. More and more companies are looking for ideas. I want to talk about one thing real quick. How important, because you've learned this now about the sale, the art of the pitch. You put these videos together. How important are those videos? And if they work, do they actually use kind of your storyboard of a video to sell the product? Yeah. Um... I think it's crucial. Um, I always felt like, um, you know, marketing was the missing thing that most designers really need some decent marketing, but I, I never felt that I was that good at it. And what, what I learned at InventRight was to, to kind of copy the format, not necessarily the message, but copy the format. So in, in my videos, what I often do is for about nine or 10 seconds, I show a problem. And then I immediately show the solution, which is the DRTV format. If you've ever seen a, you know, DRTV commercial, they all use that same formula. So I started using that. And um, that's what I did for the mandolin that I licensed to Joseph Joseph. And um, when it when they put the video on the website, they actually used the same format and repurposed my video to, to launch and, and it got some great feedback. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a format that works. It communicates very quickly. Tim, what a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. And um, I'm excited about um, all the things that you're licensing. And I'm, and I'm looking forward to the next one because you're, you're killing it now. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. Me too. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Stephen. Thanks. Thanks.